mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire Welcome back, Xanadu Collective. It is I, Andrea Land, your grooving goddess. I am so happy to be joining you. I have been giddy lately with the amount of fun I am having with life in general. Does that mean that everything is going perfectly all the time? Or, you know, just smooth sailing and easy peasy? No, it does not. Things happen. I am still having a human experience, as are all of you. It's just my attitude and energy about it all is different. We have a really great week ahead. This is a collective reading for my Groovers, my Xanadu Collective, Xanadoinians. Uh, we haven't resolved that, have we? Someone get back to me about that. You know, my my tens of listeners <laughs> but I love and appreciate each and every one of you that is for sure I didn't get into this um, because I was trying to be anything more than a voice in your ear if you're looking for guidance or information or you're awakening to different possibilities or you just want to hear someone's voice and listen to a little uh, preview of what's coming in the week ahead. I have been finding the readers that I rely on to be such a valuable source. Um, it just kind of helps me know what uh, tack to take the next week ahead. And um, for anyone who doesn't sail or doesn't know anything about boats. That's just uh, setting yourself in uh, the right direction or how to approach uh, navigating something. So I find it very useful myself and hopefully I am useful to others. I've been getting the most lovely feedback uh, the last few weeks and um, I did so much downloading of information and you know I have a very long swap cast that came out with my friend Serafina and then I have so many wonderful guests lined up I'm really excited um, I had a re recording last night with Jessica and Oscar who are the intergalactic healing duo that um, I turned to back in January and I talked about in the Muse Musings about how I was unstuck. Before I go any further, because um, every little sound is going to drive me nuts probably because I'm not used to it, I am using my grown-up mic, not my earbuds, and I am using actual headphones. I have the microphone in a sound box 
to try to minimize the external noise, but you're going to hear me touching papers and breathing and, you know, other human sounds. You're going to hear when I'm moving cards around in my hand and looking in the book, which are not things that I think were as audible before, but I'm hoping that this does a better job of picking up uh, my voice overall and making it a more pleasant experience for you as well. So this reading is going to be for uh, the 11th of April to the 17th of April. Most everyone who does this sort of thing says that the readings are timeless, however, and whenever you find them, you're meant to find them and it applies to you in some way at that time. All readers can do is tap into the collective energy at any given moment, but we have to keep in mind that people run on different cycles or uh, stages of things. And so what may apply to the majority of people right in this moment, that may not apply to another person um, until a few weeks or months from now, or it may have already happened, as in my case, where I seem to be in this fun tandem uh, timeline or cycle where I experience things in advance. I'm fully convinced now that it is my role to do that and that I am meant to share the experience and learn from it and follow my own guidance and intuition and act from the highest good. I had some feedback recently with different people who said that the breaks that I took after my big uh, tossing around in the um, washing machine of timelines and realities after that conjunction on December 21st, the breaks that I've been taking, the times when I haven't recorded, and the periods of time when I didn't even read cards at all because uh, I was just in no space to do it. I had to be insular and take care of myself. And I guess by doing that, it set... I hate saying... I don't like words anymore that mean things, <laughs> which... As I say that out loud, I realize how nonsensical that is. But what I mean is quantitative things like good and bad, uh, you know, light and shadow. Just all of those things are grating on me a little bit these days because I don't want to say good example, but let's just say a helpful maybe example of how to navigate uh, the time period that a lot of people are going through right now where that Libra moon happened and everybody kind of felt like what just happened to me in my life? <laughs> um, because I already went through that. And so if you are going through that right now, be gentle with yourselves. Um, I know you hear that from me and others a lot, but I mean it more in this moment for people who are going through that sort of experience than ever. Um, there's also one of the other things that's happening for folks is that now that the crisis is starting to pass somewhat with the, um, 
last year of events and whatnot, uh, people are having delayed trauma reactions. Um, I was talking with a friend the other day and uh, she has some narcissistic abuse um, history in her life as well, like me and um, just anybody who, it doesn't have to be a relationship, it doesn't have, it could be anything. If you've experienced any significant or prolonged trauma where you've had um, PTSD or compound or complex PTSD, uh, it doesn't matter how much you heal or recover, there will be times like, you know, an every hundred year event, <laughs> like a world pandemic, that you still may find that your, um, your automatic response kicks in and you may have disassociated a lot during the last year and so people are starting to feel it now that the crisis is passing because it feels more safe to do so um, but it can make you feel a little out of sorts or um, out of sync with everybody else because you feel like oh well everybody else is happy and like woohoo yay spring break vaccines let's go party um, and you may just now be starting to deal with the fear and you know whatever feelings you had over this last year um so keep that in mind if you are not quite uh throwing the party that everybody else is um and that might be part of what's going on with you there's also a lot of uh like i said people having their lives kind of just rapidly shift and what i can tell you is um if you're in the difficult and painful part of that process uh relief is just over the hump you're gonna get through this um very and as soon as you do as soon as you are able to surrender to the process and understand that everything is happening for you not to you that you are in control of your human experience and you are being elevated, upgraded, uh, activated so that, um, you can experience the next stage of that, which is, um, a quickening of your own, um, abilities, uh, power, however you want to call it. I don't know, but you know, you're going to find that your intuition or whatever it is that you are particularly good at, whatever uh, metaphysical experiences you have are going to get bigger, intensify, uh, just become more. Um, the surrendering to the process hopefully will give you more of a sense of inner peace and calm and knowing that you truly are the center of your own personal universe. And um, then things will just start shifting for you with a speed and ease that you haven't really experienced before. Um, so all of that having been said and those promises of things getting easier, 
Um, this week is a little bit of a mixed bag, honestly, because um, we have some really great planetary things happening. And then there's also um, some difficulty. And some of you may be challenged this week with some things. So know that um, we're all in this together and you can do this. I have every belief and faith in you possible. And with the help of these cards, I will try to give you some um, tools that might make this period of time a little easier. So this reading is from the 11th to the 17th, and Venus is going to be moving into Taurus, which overall is pretty uh, awesome, unless you don't get along with Tauruses. <laughs> but it's about enjoying life. It's about pleasure and ease and uh, having a good relationship with abundance and resources, managing um, your finances, your home, just your life in general, um, bodes very well for love in general when Venus is in Taurus. But at the same time, um, Taurus is very steady, stable, uh, reliable, which can be a good thing, but it can also um, be an impotence in certain situations. If you have a relationship where um, maybe there is no growth happening or, you know, one partner's off doing a whole bunch of stuff and the other one feels like we're just dead in the water. Um, and then also we have an Aries new moon, that Aries fire energy, especially as we're going to start moving into <laughs> my personal favorite, Taurus season, because I am one. Um, <clears throat> as we move through Aries, this new moon in Aries um, is about planting seeds, setting your intention, setting goals, but also keep in mind that that fiery Aries energy of new beginnings can cause you to make impulsive decisions uh, and then wind up not going in the direction you actually wanted to. So when you have to make uh, choices, don't agonize over them, but just, you know, slow down a little. Unless it's truly an urgent deadline that you have to meet, uh, sleep on it at the very least, if there's something that you're making a decision about that's pretty big. Because if you just relax and slow down a little and do the Taurus Venus thing and have a nice meal and maybe some good sex alone or with a partner and um, then make your decision when you're feeling a little more balanced and grounded. Um, yeah, so that's I'm sure there's other astrological things, but those are the big ones. Um, also, 411 is a master number day, so that's fairly significant. It makes me a bit uncomfortable that, um, in my country at least, there's a small number of people who are going to go to some um, White Lives Matter marches. Uh, so that's one wrinkle in this next week is that there may be 
that sort of um, almost pushback against those who have been fighting oppression over the last year. So this is just another example of that. Um, things are settling down here in America. Who, For anyone who doesn't live here that listens to me, and I know there are some of you, but, um, you know, a certain group is still pretty crabby. And um, thanks to the internet, it's easier for them to organize their hatred. So, that being said, I don't see it being um, erupting into some big thing. And I would say, please, if you're considering going and counter-protesting or doing anything like that, Oh my gosh, this is so funny. I had a recording last night and it's all coming together now. Um, the blame game is a losing game. It's the most difficult game to play. And this is not wisdom coming from me. This is wisdom coming from Oscar, a multidimensional being. Uh, this seems to me to be an example of that. Not that I'm saying that whomever you're blaming doesn't uh, shouldn't own that or they don't deserve it, but you feeding that fire does nothing. So the best thing we can do is ignore all of these people like a bunch of spoiled children and not, um, counter negativity with negativity or force with force. Um, so just be safe out there, everybody. Uh, stick to your own, look, keep your eyes on your own paper. Remember when your teacher said that in class? Boy, that's going to be a saying that's gone pretty soon because at some point, will we even use paper anymore? I hope so. I have been taking a lot of notes, which is part of why you're hearing paper. And I will tell you, it has been years since I wrote very much. I spent six years on weekly chemo and that made my hands hurt very much. I got to the point before I started treatment where I could not cut food. Like, I could cut my own meat. It wasn't quite that bad, you know, or my own dinner. But, like, I couldn't chop vegetables. I couldn't get things ready to prepare them for cooking. Um, a lot of that stuff became difficult or impossible for me. And... Uh, so I have been writing again, and there is something to the difference between typing and handwriting. Uh, so I find it much easier to do that, but um, you might want to do the same thing yourself. If you're struggling with things or you're ha like if you're finding, oh, I just can't keep track of things and everything seems overwhelming, just start writing and taking notes and doodling. And if you have to do things like Zoom calls or phone calls or business meetings or whatever in your, your profession or your life, doodle. Doodle while people are talking. Doodle while you're talking. <laughs> I'm finding it very, very helpful. Okay. I feel like I got a little off track there, but so 411 is also a master number day and it is right there on the cusp of the new moon on the 12th and it is all about um, manifesting, attracting, 
your dreams and what you want to happen. So just keep in mind that you just need to have a little patience or prudence before you go charging in. Now, the reading. <laughs> Without further ado, 20 minutes in. Oh my gosh. I really appreciate my listeners who are so forgiving of me and my quirks. Okay, I hear an ice cream truck. I'm not having hallucin hearing. That's probably like two blocks away. Oh my goodness, that is so funny. And now I just snorted. Okay, the ice cream truck is rounding the corner and moving away. Um, and bless anyone who tries to do that as a business. And it is successful, and kids run out there, and their parents give them the money. But I am just too frugal for that, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Because where I live, I can get an entire box of uh, whatever it is for the same price that I would pay for one of them. Um, you know, but at any rate, I know that's lack thinking, but there also needs to be some kind of, um, logical choices, wouldn't you say? All right. So our soul action plan, your inner child. It's interesting what came through this week because we have bear with stand up for yourself and rabbit with ask for help. Both things are pretty important, right? And the question to ask yourself is, what does that mean for me personally? Stand up for yourself doesn't mean let's go have a confrontation. It just means choosing yourself from the place of your highest good. So if there is a way to react or a way to act or a decision to be made in any situation, ask to be coming from your highest good and it will find you and your inner child I heard something interesting lately where it was kind of like portraying I don't know the inner child is like childish or negative or something but your inner child uh, is the no bullshit filter and will tell you the truth every time so uh if you're considering something, ask yourself how it feels in your body, uh, in your mind. Um, if you have that connection with your inner child, ask them, hey, what do you think about this? And if you feel like joyful, peaceful, good about a potential, then that's your answer. If you feel kind of a little apprehensive or sick in your gut over it, then probably not a good idea. But that's true about most things. Uh, the only trick is differentiating between um, a healthy fear apprehension and you avoiding something because you have a personal block that you're trying to overcome. So keep that in mind. So bear represents solitude, quiet time, rest, Grounding, strength, adversity, healing. So grounding is always a theme, but right now it is more important than ever. We are being asked to be our own guru. We are being asked to look within. We are being asked to not seek out 
external validation. And I know that may sound like a foreign concept, especially um, with our present structure and digital connectedness, but you really can do that. You can just listen to yourself. If there's uh, accounts that you follow on anything that make you feel bad in any way, stop. Why are you following them? They're, I mean, you know, unless I guess it's your cousin or something, they're not going to care if you stop following them. They're not going to like message you and say, hey, why did you stop following me? So if you're following things that do not make you love yourself and have a better enjoyment of life or make you laugh or, you know, make you think about something or make you heal from something, then why are you doing it? Grounding, grounding, grounding. Standing up for yourself can sometimes mean retreat. It can sometimes mean going it alone. But then at the same time, we are entering a time of collaboration and that becoming entirely necessary because if you are looking inward, it is helpful to connect with other people that are doing the same thing so that you can support each other through that. Uh, rabbit is fear, fertility, creativity, luck, abundance. There's a lot of abundance coming. It is about overcoming irrational fears while also protecting yourself. If you think about a rabbit, I mean, they are very timid, fearful creatures and that because they're prey and they're, but at the same time, when there's no danger present and they know that they're just peacefully munching on grass and, you know, watching a butterfly and, uh, they aren't in a constant state of irrational fear. They only have a fear response when they hear something or, you know, when there's a reason. So keeping that in mind, I think uh, rabbit saying ask for help. And then look, rabbit is looking at the butterfly on the card. Isn't that funny? Um, it's about asking for help with your personal transformation and the shifts that you have coming that might be reaching out to uh a healer or intuitive of some sort like myself or many others that are out there that I can refer you to uh, if I'm not your boat it can be asking um, people to work with you on a project it can be creative solutions to problems but ask for that help and <laughs> the simplest of reminders um, we forget sometimes that <laughs> while all of them read our minds, <laughs> the uh, galactic beings, the guides, the angels, the dragons, um, the crossed over loved ones, the light beings, the interdimensional intergalactic beings, um, they can hear us, but we have to specifically ask for help. If you don't say to whatever you personally ascribe to. Hey universe, my guides, Archangel Gabriel, 
um, you know, the Grand Witch of the Coven, whatever that is for you. If you do not, uh, Aoife, I, I believe, uh, is another. Uh, if you don't ask for that help, then they are not allowed to interfere. That is something that we forget is that it's, and this isn't the best example, especially for anyone under, I don't know, 20, but um, remember that uh, kind of like Star Trek where their prime directive is not to interfere with the development of the civilizations they make contact with. Um, it's kind of like that for all of, because we have free will here and we are in control of our own human experience. And as I see it, and many others do, we decide in advance kind of what we want to experience. We take on contracts with others to have different life experiences with souls that we incarnate with over and over. And, um, so the, these, uh, you know, your higher guidance, your galactic team, as I like to call it, um, they need your request. They need you to ask them. They need your permission because you have sovereignty over yourself. So do not forget to ask them for help. Uh... Groovy. Okay. I think I'm going to be able to crank through these last few and hopefully get us out of here within an hour. <laughs> uh, so here's where it starts to get, you know, when I start out with cards like stand up for yourself and ask for help, I immediately know hmm, it's going to be a little bit of a mixed bag this week and some people are going to be challenged. So the, uh, Oracle of the Shapeshifters is what I use for your your ego, your earth self, the part of you that is having the human experience. What do does that part of you most need or want you to be working from? And we get Miss Spiderweb, number on the card is 14 or 5. Reconsider your alliances, make new connections. This uh, layers onto asking for help. And also using your own discernment and looking within. You need to think about who you have hitched your wagon to in every event, in every case, in every aspect of your life. And ask yourself if uh, it's the best for you. Especially, um, you know, if, if it's making you feel horrible in any way or... Let's say you started a project with someone you were hoping you were going to do X, Y, Z, and um, it just doesn't seem to be happening. Um, and I'm not talking about short delays, because right now, what is time anyway? And we have very little control over much of what's going on externally. But, you know, if it's been like six months or a year or whatnot, it may be time to um, find someone else to collaborate on or other people to network with. We are building a web of sorts, uh, layering new structure over the existing um, 
matrix, if you were, if you would. Perhaps you could call it the grid, the akasha, the stuff that everything's made of. Um, we're building new structure to support the energies that are coming in of 7 and 8D, as well as, you know, 5D. I'm talking dimensions here. Um, that expansion requires new framework, just like if you had a 10-story building and you were going to make it 30 stories, you would have to put a new framework above that. So your personal framework is the people that you are connecting with and collaborating with. So reconsider your alliances and be open to making new connections in places where you might never have expected. There are times in life when someone that you could not stand, like they just repelled you uh, in a year or six months from that point where they weren't vibing with you, like you just weren't resonating with each other, you go back and spend time with that person and ironically, a lot of times you find out they're very much like you <laughs> and they're and we, uh, in the past anyway, have tended to avoid anyone that is that clear of a mirror where we are seeing ourselves in another person. But um, oftentimes when you go back and re-encounter those people, you're like, oh my gosh, you are the coolest and we're besties and I don't, can't imagine why I didn't like you initially. And it's probably because they possessed some aspect of yourself that you couldn't accept or didn't want to see or didn't like. Oh, and then the other uh, <clears throat> card we got for the ego is the two kittens. Uh, number on the card is 27, breaks down to a 9. That's an ending of something, and you have to let something go. You must choose. And this is... Part of why I said this week is going to be a mixed bag and be a little bit tough for some of you because it is about uh, emanating your personal authority, uh, expressing and honoring boundaries either with others or even with yourself. Maybe there's... Um, different things you've been doing, different ways you've been living that you know are not um, getting you to your highest good or making you um, feel like a fulfilled person, it may be time to set some boundaries with yourself about things like, um, you know, I'm not going to look at the news or I'm going to stay off of um, Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is right now because it's not making me feel better it's making me feel worse or it's taking too much of my time um, I mean if you start feeling like you have no energy and you have no time to get stuff done that is honestly the first thing that you should cut back on because it's not just about the time you spend doing it it's it can become an energy drain. Anything that is a compulsion or an addiction becomes an energy drain. 
Um, but, you know, I mean, do it when you're, when you're ready. I'm not the boss of you. Just a suggestion. Uh, so, with this Reconsider Your Alliances and You Must Choose, it's pretty obvious that we're going to be having some shifting of relationships. Um, some of them may be friendships or jobs or relationships with things you're passionate about. But I think there might be a little bit of love life upheaval this week. Um, just know that on the other side of that is going to be uh, something better. And I know everybody always says, that, eh, there's more fish in the sea. I'm not platituding you. I am life experiencing you. <laughs> because I just went through this process that everybody else is going through now and when I hit this phase it was not fun but it certainly didn't kill me and then once I got through to the other side of it I was like oh well shit um letting go of that other thing allowed all this amazingness in my life and suddenly everything in my life is working better so sometimes there can be a thing that you are committed to or convinced is the right thing for you and something happens where you can't see that it is not benefiting your life anymore either because you have programming or attachment style that's uh, you know preventing you from seeing it but whatever the reason you don't see that the tension or strain or dissatisfaction of the relationship <clears throat> is um definitely okay there we go uh that it is sapping your energy it's and then that starts to bleed into every other area of your life and the next thing you know everything is really difficult and it's not that it's all like that person's fault or even that relationship's fault i mean it could be like i said it could be a relationship with a job or uh, a relationship with a creative pursuit and if any relationship in your life is toxic it's going to bleed into other areas and it can really be um, truly exhausting <clears throat> I don't think I really wanted to read from the book at all in this because I know what it's talking about and I do not need you Mr. Book and I don't need you either all right, the Muse Tarot. What does our highest self want this week or need help with or want us to remember um, that we might be challenged with? Throw us a frickin' bone here. All right, uh, and it's another mixed bag. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is funny. This is one of those readings where I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that happens occasionally. And it's mostly just because I know that some of it will be difficult. And I try for the most part. Okay, my dog just laid on all the cards. Listen, poopers, I know you love me and you really like reading time, but this is not working for me right now. Okay, there you go. So, uh, two and three of emotions. 
having a cute sense of humor lately and irony and maybe only I think it's funny, but I have been laughing my ass off. So two of emotions, um, consorting with devotion, love, relationships, friendship, romance, partnerships, connecting with others, soulmates, mutual attraction, catalysts for creative collaboration. Um, so, like most twos, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> oh my god, that's... <sighs> had to have been said before, but that's a pretty funny tarot pun. Um, so, the two of emotions can be bringing in beautiful, um, existing or new partnerships. Um, it can also mean dealing with some heavy feelings and, uh, navigating that. But, um, with emotions this synced, they know that this connection is one that will mean a lasting partnership. So when you were dealing with people, if you have the feeling, I could do this uh, project with you forever, or I could um, go on these hikes or walks with you forever, whatever uh, that is, if you have bliss and joy around the person, um, they are a good person for you to collaborate with, be friends with, have a romantic uh, partnership with all the feels, but because there's some things that we haven't healed as humans who've been living on this planet, um, whether in this life or the last, it can also trigger some mirror reflecting and projecting. So watch out for that. It can mean, um, some discord if you or your partner are triggered by your own stuff that isn't healed yet by the intensity of these feelings and love and um, cause conflict so try to be mindful if you feel yourself starting to have a strange reaction that um, <laughs> this is such a great saying and it comes from the 12-step programs, but, um, you know, if you're hysterical, it's historical. So if you were disproportionately upset about something in a conflict with another person, ask yourself if it is connected to anything that just might have happened to you in your childhood or at the very least, uh, not in the present moment you're in. Um, Let's see. And then three of emotions. We have the three faces. With... This is so funny, but we're going to have a split audio experience because the microphone died and I am charging it. And I really don't feel like stopping midstream and starting up again later. So back to the three of emotions. It is a beautiful card. They are also in water, all the feels. 
And we have the three faces, which can be the three-faced God and can also be the three phases of life that most refer to um, maiden, uh, crone. What's the other one? Oh, my goodness. What's the one where you're in your prime and birthing some babies? Oh, mother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> maiden, mother, crone. <laughs> hey, so three of emotions, friendship and joy, celebrations, collaboration, looking to your soul family for support. So this can be guides and ancestors as well as soul family here on earth. The thing to remember is that sometimes you are going to feel more connected to people that you are not related to. And you want to stick with those who are kind of in the same journey as you right now. Uh, spirit siblings, connected hearts, deep friendships, <laughs> made mother crone connections, <laughs> uh, sometimes a love triangle. So that's part of why I said this two of emotions and three of emotions together is a little sticky. So there may be some uh, rough waters for some of you. And I know that may sound super general, but, you know, last week I wasn't talking about everybody breaking up. <laughs> um, the three of emotions is the living, breathing entanglement of deep friendships and love connections. Uh, yep, nothing else we need out of that. So it's really important to be connecting with the people that make you feel joy, that make you feel self-love, that make you feel peaceful, that make you feel, if not energized, just um balanced is how i would put that uh those are the people to spend time with and if anyone feels like they are draining sucking the life out of you make you feel bad about yourself or gaslighting you uh, if any of that is happening this is where you need to stand up for yourself possibly ask for help from divine guidance or earth sources and um, make those changes in your life because that is a road to nowhere. Um, having people in your life who do not value you, you need to value yourself 100%. You need to value yourself enough that you choose you over everyone else because that is not selfish that is actually true compassion because if you don't do the things that are going to meet your needs and make you a happy healthy fulfilled person that loves yourself then you're not doing anyone else any favors either they may hold on to you with a death grip because they want to keep you in whatever place you're in but if it's making you feel terrible, then it's really not good for the other person either. So don't beat yourself up about leaving a job, a friendship, um, a family member that you can't be in a relationship with. Gosh, I feel like this is just so 
those of you who have been listening to me for a while, you would probably say that <laughs> most of the time <laughs> my readings are so positive. And this is all positive, and that's what I want to stress, is that this is truly positive. It's just that it takes some time um, for these changes to take place. It you know, you, you have to crack those eggs and make that omelet out of life right now. Some of you will be making some lemonade and just know that it is going to be good on the other side of it and you will be better than fine. If you had told me that mm, between December 21st and maybe January 10th, um, I would have told you to GFY. <laughs> so <laughs> because I was in it. I was grieving and heartbroken and um, feeling it all and did not see how any of what was happening was going to turn out in a way that made my life better. But it did. So hold that close, your hope. Um, then we have our galactic team. And it's kind of funny because... Uh, I <laughs> I was going to talk when we got to the dragons about asking the water dragons especially to help read if you're called to grid work or or you're called to working with dragons or you talk to them in your meditations or in your nature walk whatever it is um, if you're called to do so, I was going to say call the water dragons and the earth dragons to help balance um the moisture on the earth a bit to help ease all of the things that are coming. I don't mean to sound dire, but we can't deny drought. We can't deny heat. We can't deny what's uh, happening in front of our faces. And I would love to tell you that everything's going to be roses and sunshine, but the truth is, is these environmental effects are going to be felt for a while um, we are in a cycle of extreme weather patterns which causes other things so uh, we can do it with ease though and let's ask the air and the water and um, earth dragons to prepare the land for nature's natural clearing process of fire with ease so that it's maybe a little less impactful than it was last year and a reminder that this has to be done with with an emphasis on unconditional love for Gaia and that you're doing this for the planet and to help earth with ascension so that she doesn't suffer uh people like to get in the same well guy I'll never forget this I was trying to talk about this concept and someone said to me, well, guy's a bad bitch and just kind of dismissed me a year ago. And, um, I went, okay, yeah, but I'm a bad bitch too. But if I'm sick, I really appreciate it. If someone brings me a cold cloth for my forehead and some tea and crackers or whatever's going to make me feel better. So all of these extreme changes, just like the extreme changes we're going through as humans, 
Gaia, Earth, Terra, as Serafina calls her, is going through the same thing. And what kind of assholes are we if we don't try to make that a little easier for her? So that's how I see that. But then anyway, then I pulled some dragon cards and I got the air and fire dragon and the fire and water dragon. <laughs> so I guess we're on track with that. Um, air and fire dragon. And these are fourth dimensional dragons. So I feel like we are clearing the, the way to bridge uh, the dimensional realities. So uh, it expands your creative energies, harness your creativity, excitement, and enthusiasm, communicate your passion, and then fire and water dragon enables your life to flow with loving force, prepare for change and to move forward quickly, expect the unexpected and have fun. Um, I got this personally a while back and it was very auspicious and I had a lot of fun stuff coming. The air and water dragon, um, develop your psychic abilities, be open to enlightenment. There we go. Um, so there's a lot of change coming in this fire energy. It's all about change and, um, the air and fire dragon, another volcano. You may have noticed since December, uh, lots of volcanic activities. I feel like earthquakes are a potential. Tsunamis are a potential. Um, over this next six months or so, especially. So just make yourself prepared for whatever emergencies could be in your area. Um, if you're in an area with drought and fire danger, maybe get an air cleaner now before they're sold out of them and have that available so that if there's a fire in your area and the smoke is thick, you can have one room in the house with breathable air. Um, masks. <laughs> Keep those masks handy. Um whether or not it's another virus or something, the uh, dust masks or N95 masks are very helpful or even a respirator, you know, in case you have to go out in the fire, smoke and ash, um, keep a supply of emergency food on hand, you know, not a crazy um, prepper situation, but just just enough so that if there's disruptions of supply chains or um, you need to hole up in your house because the air is not breathable, that you have that. If you are in an area that has earthquakes, uh, you know to be prepared for power outages, um, among other things and everything I just said about the other occasion, except the air filter and the masks um, is important. Uh, for earthquake preparedness, um, tsunamis, have a go bag. If you live near the coast, have a go bag so that you can get inland if you need to.
Hey Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooving Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have syncretic oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back, so I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. Oh, I love it when they make me drone on and on about things and have all this information coming in. And I just want to get to the fun part of the reading. (laughs) But at any rate, I feel like it's important to tell you this stuff because I think a lot of people are um, letting their guard down a little bit, thinking uh, it's not that things aren't going to get better. It's just going to be a while. And you should be prepared for things more so than you have ever been at any other time in your life. So that if it does happen, it's not as difficult to navigate. Um, If you live near a coast, make sure you have a go bag so that you can... Most of the time you have warnings when things like tsunamis or tidal waves or whatever are coming. um, Or storms, hurricanes... So have your go bag and your plan of exit ready so that if that should happen and you need to get to higher ground um, or get inland more, that you can just do it. There's a lot of stuff online about how to prep. I'm not going to turn, turn this into the prepper's paradise and start 
giving you a whole lot of details, but you can just go on there and say, hey, what should I have in a go bag? So that if you are in a fire area, you're prepared to evacuate. I had a friend whose house was in the Napa Valley fires a few years ago. And, you know, they had like the clothes on their back. And I think maybe they're like wallets because they, they didn't have, it, it came so quickly. They didn't have time to be like, oh, we're evacuating. Oh dear. We're going to take the next, uh, 15 minutes to a half an hour and think about what we really need to take with us. It was like, you have five minutes to get in your car and get the F out of here or we're not responsible for what happens to you. So you need to be prepared to go um, if necessary, wherever you are. So call on these fire and water and then air and fire dragons. I find it interesting um, that the air feeds the fire, the fire and water. So we're going to be seeing more volcanoes um, happening. I, this is silly, but I kind of see it like earth is going through puberty and has acne and so the volcanoes or, or is getting like her period all over the world. Uh, I mean, come on, volcanoes couldn't be any more symbolic in that vein, but it also means that we're expanding our creativity and our awareness and our abilities. So give yourself um, time to let everything that's been coming in for you and that's going to be coming in for you integrate into your system. Give yourself time to process it. Know that if you're going through periods of quickening or extreme downloads, you are going to feel it physically. You might, no, not everybody, but you might be tired. You might be um, need more sleep. You might just not feel like being around people, you know, you might not feel like doing things you usually do, or you want to, you know, eat comfort food and watch things that make you cry. Whatever feels right for you right now is completely okay. And don't, uh, get involved with FOMO or looking to others and feeling competitive about life right now. That is not the time to be doing that. You need to be looking to your, uh, higher sources and your internal, um, navigation. There's lots of people out there, including myself supporting you. And now I'm going to start getting hiccups. This is so funny. I haven't figured out yet if when these things happen, it's like source or psychosomatic <laughs> because I don't want to be saying it. Um, all right. And then lastly, this week I pulled a galactic trading Oracle card, uh, because it just felt right. And we got a portal card, not surprising. It's another week of that kind of energy. We have the heart chakra. So listen to your heart when he's calling for you. Um, that was so cringy. I apologize right now for that. We got the soul oracle, intuitive guidance, artfully articulated and emerging through imagination, creative attunement. So you are getting fine tuned and upgraded folks. We all are. 
Let yourself be silently drawn by the stronger pull of what you really love. And that's a quote from Rumi. Um, and let's see. The I Ching on this card is water. <laughs> this is the part that I say every time how funny it is that I pull a syncretic oracle card and it summarizes the other eight cards. I guess I could save myself a lot of time if I just pulled one of these, but I don't think that would be a specific enough insight for my purposes. So the I Ching is water, which is heart, flow, tide, fluid, stream, waterfall, overcome, moon. We're being asked to overcome whatever our blocks or dysfunctions or inappropriate unhealthy reactions are surrounding emotions and also let that energy flow man you are the river remember it flows through you stay grounded and let it flow um, there's a lot of different ways to do grounding um, earthing meditation you can see yourself growing roots into the earth I particularly love that because I feel like a tree a lot of times myself. Tree of life. Um, let's see. And then the Mayan glyph and the number on this card is 18 or 9. Uh, completing a cycle, which means new beginnings, of course. And it is so funny because it is the white mirror. Lots of mirroring going to be going on. Only we are getting clear mirrors um, shadow examination discrimination meaning discernment not obviously discriminating against other people clarity honesty clear mirror for others spiritual warriorship I would say spiritual warriorship is being willing to set aside your own reactions or triggers or issues to hold space for someone else to deal with something for you to be that clear mirror for others means that you're not projecting your own crap onto other people and uh that's all she wrote folks that was long enough and good lordy i'm gonna go uh good lordy I'm going to go edit this, I guess, and I will get it up in the morning. Um, but these are fantastic, uh, powerful cards and reading we have coming in. Lots of fantastic energy, but just be mindful that there's going to be boundary setting. There's going to be some choices that are hard. Um, even if everything's going great, there will still be a little bit of friction. And that is all for your own growth. I know it's corny and you've probably heard it a million times, but it helps keep me grounded and patient and helps me surrender to the process of life to remember that, um, you know, without friction in the chrysalis, your wings won't be strong enough to fly. So I want to see you all fly. And, uh, I think you're rock stars. 
So at any rate, um, I will definitely be putting out other episodes this week. Uh, my latest awesome guest. I have some more interviews this next week. Um, and I have two or three outlines of Muse Musings. So I have plenty of content coming at you all. And um, I can't think of anything else right now except to just say, I sure love all of you. I am very fortunate that I have made connections with a lot of people having a similar experience, um, but different journeys, obviously, but we, the, the resonance between all of these people and those connections and what almost feels like it's almost like they're on the phone all the time and all I have to do is pick it up and say, hey guys, what's going on? Only we're not doing any of that and it's just all energy swirling together and being connected and anchoring light on this planet and it is a beautiful thing. So go find your tribe, man. Um, and if you're not sure who that is and you need any help, figuring that out, hit me up, DM me, message me, you know, all the places. Um, I might run a 420 special on readings this month. I'll consider that. I know we're already approaching the middle of the month, but, um, I've really just been focused on cranking out what needs to be out there. I'm doing what the voices in my head tell me. Oh, yeah, and I have some Mintaka channel. I don't know. A lot of stuff coming out. It will come out uh, over the course of the next week. And I'm going to be giving my own self some rest time because I have been busting my hump, man. I have really been in it. Just because I went through this uh, cosmic washing machine, as a lot of people call it, already and I'm on the other side of that process doesn't mean that everything's perfect. I'm just a lot more happy, joyful, peaceful about things and when difficulties arise I am better able to navigate them and make the best choice uh, in the moment and be embodied and stay present and that requires a lot of rest and seclusion sometimes. So take all the space you need, and I will add some kind of fun song on the end of this. I'm hoping, because Smule is working again, to record my new uh, theme song that I am digging. Don't want to spoil the surprise. A couple of you know, so you hold me accountable to get it done, if not for this episode, by next week's collective reading. Big hugs, everyone. I just love you all so much. And I hope you feel that. And I'm glad you feel safe and supported and loved and free to be who you are when you come to my digital space. Much love.
This is a song about the place I come from. It's stars on the moon at all. Where people's hearts are filled with passion. I miss it so, cause I'm here chasing love. In my land of great romantics, I'm the biggest dreamer of them all. No way to stop their desire to change and to improve our world. One invented Esperanto, ready to move and to try something new. I'm convinced that Chopin too would do some if he had a chance to prove. Oh, it's true that I only know very few simple words of your language. I crafted every silence because the only words we need to communicate are the ones that can help me say I do love you and they make me understand you love me too. Get a better picture And if I say That on this planet today We all have the same hearts I don't claim I'm curious But it's so it's true That I only know very few Simple words of your language I crafted as a silence Because the only words we need To communicate are the ones I can help to say I do love you And they make me understand You love me too Dun dun dun.